Oh, I am fantastic. It's a gorgeous day. Uh, we just sang the Scatman song. And I thought, what if Bill Cosby sang that song? Gobble scat, man. Jello put a pop, put a pop, pop, pop. <laughs> no? Yeah. Uh, didn't no no bueno. I I just feel like I don't want to get involved with Bill Cosby in in discussion, just personally. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. He so made I, that little Bill show, and that was just a travesty. And it was like after he did that, I was like, I'm done with this man. He'll yeah, never do anything worse than this TV show right now. Yeah, this conversation makes me wildly uncomfortable. <laughs> Would you say that you're ready to get wild Chapter and out? Eleven. Ad- 11. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. <laughs> no small talk going straight for it. <laughs> well, we were gonna have small talk. Well, what was and your, then it got what was real your plan dark. Small talk. I don't What'd know. Not Bill Cosby. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it was probably a not, bad not jokes about <laughs> Bill Cosby. And pudding pops. Yeah. Oh. Oh man. Well, are we doing the chapter 11 thing? Well, I want not yet. Okay. I want I want to first say welcome. Welcome to all of our new listeners. Oh yeah. So this is chapter the first, 10 recap. Yeah, this is the happened. first full episode since the recap when we typically get just a wave. It is insane. Of new listeners. Yeah. So every every book I'm blown away. Oh, the- by just the throngs. Ooh. Of listeners that, that join up at the halfway point. Would you say a plethora? I would say a plethora. You don't even know what a plethora is. is How could from? you say it is a plethora? What is that from? Three Amigos. Thank you. Yep. You know it. I'm always thinking about you. So, grandmother. <laughs> so like the wind. Uh, yeah, so, so welcome. Uh, the quality of this episode, I think, is... Uh, telltale of of yeah. what's to come. Yeah, um, you're in. You're in for a treat. It is. Uh, this is a great chapter, by the way. This is a high speed chapter. I I wrote big in the margin, high octane. <laughs> Bam! It is there. That's what this. And we'll get into what this chapter is called in a second. But this should be called high octane. I mean, this is. Franklin just pulling out everything he knows about the the innards of a boat. Yeah, at high speed. At high speed. Yeah, and I was thinking Keanu Reeves should be playing both Hardy Boys in this chapter. Honestly, and then combine that with all of the innocent people that get described as being around and like <laughs> yeah, in the path of danger. Like oh, there was one that just had me rolling because yeah. there was no uh, no reason context. for it. Well, there was no reason, but like it's like. Do these people know each other, or does this person just have all of these other people with them? And we'll get to that when we yeah, get to yeah. that. Well, but I, I let's very get much into qu- it. let's do it because I'm excited for this one. Chapter, Chapter 11, eleven: Sinister, Sinister Tactics, Tactics, which is a great name for an X Men villain. Sinister Tactics. Sinister Tactics. That is a good name, right? For a villain. Not even yeah. just X Men. I think anywhere. Any villain, yeah. Sinister, Sinister Tactics. Tactics. We're like sinister is like a title. Like I feel like tactics. if we said it one more time, it would show up. This is Candyman rules. Well, I don't want to say it. One I know more time. you shouldn't, because you know what happens. Well, good thing we got it out of the way. To his tactics, they're very. Uh, so when we last evil. left them, yes, they're with Chet. They decide they're they're in the sleuth their boat. Yeah, doing and they boat decide, donuts. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna show off this thing. So they're driving it in wide turns, <laughs> yeah. which is really just impressing Chet. Uh, 
and then they're about to head up the Willow River, and then they can't slow down. Uh oh! And so that was the cliffhanger of ten of like, oh, I yeah. can't slow down. Bum, bum, bum. And then you threw out this thing of saying, "Well, why not just shut off the engine?" And I'm so happy to say we will get some resolution. But I have questions. I too have questions. Okay, yeah, you're the boatsman, so uh, you're gonna have to answer them. Yeah. Um, so getting right into it, Chet asks the obvious question to start off the chapter. What do you mean you can't slow down? Turn off the engine. Joe can't, Frank said grimly. He has the throttle to off position, and we're still traveling at full speed. Okay, what's the possibility of that within a boat? I don't know much about boats. So in my experience with boats, and I don't know if they've changed in the past 100 years <laughs> yeah. since this was written, but you have the throttle, which, which is a lever. Yeah, that, that, I remember it from Hydro Thunder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But independent from the throttle is the ignition and the power. Now, if this is a pull start motor, I don't know if I don't know if that's different. Mm-hmm. But I boats nowadays are designed uh, where on the faster boats, like my my dad has a fishing boat, right? That can hit like seventy five miles an hour. Ooh. It's bonkers. Yeah. Um, reasonably it has a little tether that you clip onto your life jacket that's a kill switch and so if you get thrown from the like boat a treadmill even if the yeah exactly like yeah. a treadmill so if you get thrown from from the boat the engine gets cut off even though the throttle would still be at full you kill the engine and so i think yeah. the same is true of any car you can keep your foot on the gas and turn off the engine and it stops yeah i've done it yeah I'm sure you have. Well, no, I was driving, and a friend was in the passenger seat and decided, I wonder if I could turn his keys and take his his keys out, if I could turn off the engine and take the keys out in the middle of him driving. And he did it. It it didn't lock in. You can turn the keys off, but you cannot remove them if the car's not in park. Oh, maybe he just turned it off then. I just remember getting very angry. Yeah, reasonably. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. It was very dumb. But yeah, so, so... Unless motors are just wildly different back then, yeah, I have to imagine that. Well, back then, motors were just what fifteen swimmers that just went <laughs> behind the boat and they kicked. No, no, no. This is this is. I guess this is like rewritten in the sixties. This is like they had actual like gerbils oh, in a wheel. Okay, that would run yeah. around to yeah. power it, and so. Like whatever they pressed dumped all the cheese in front of these mice, That's so they are is. just going. They're going ham. Ape. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's okay. It's nonsense. I didn't there. know this was a gerbil engine. Yeah, that changes the game. Yeah. Okay. They said it's a 150 GP engine. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot. I wonder how many of them drown. Uh, we'll we'll get to that. That's why it's, tra- <laughs> it's tragic for sure. Um, the ocean is just filled with dead gerbils. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of like the BP the oil layer. spill, yeah, it's gerbils. gerbils everywhere. <laughs> Speaking of, we, we get we get a taste of that, so to speak, uh, in a short while. But the boys, in spite of being so resourceful, and and how they actually resolve this, I think is like technically impressive. Yeah. Uh, oh, and, yeah. And I mean that like technologically impressive, not like it's technically impressive. It's impressive 
due to the technology, like the technique that they use. Yeah, for, for, for but, how dumb they've proven themselves. Yeah, but all to of their ideas out. are yeah. garbage. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Joe can't. He has the throttle to off position. We're still traveling at full speed. Then the narrator gives us, there was no choice for Joe but to swing the sleuth into another wide <laughs> sweeping turn. So already, they're fine. Yeah. They're not in the river. They're headed toward the river, but there was plenty of room for to a do another wide, wide sweeping turn. Sweeping yeah. turn. Uh, and then I love this word. The Lawrence of Arabia of turns. <laughs> Just three minutes and counting. <laughs> yeah. uh, it would have been a fool. I'm sorry. It would have been foolhardy to nice. enter the river at such speed. I just like the term foolhardy. I know. I was like, especially good, in the context of a hardy of a boy. A hardy book. boy, yeah, doing a foolish turn. It's a foolhardy. Uh, or if they just ate a lot, that's a foolhardy. They're foolhardy. Yeah. A little different spelling, but. Um, so they they get steered. They they get this thing turned around, and they're just heading out to the bay so that they can solve this issue. Um, wide open water. Yeah. Uh, they're not going to run into shore or anything like that, but. It seemed to the boys that suddenly there was far more traffic on the bay than there had been before. Whoa. This sounds like antics. This sounds like needless intensity (laughs) for arbitrary drama. Look out! Chet yelled. Joe just missed a high-speed runabout. I don't know if a runabout is the name of a boat or if like that's that's their term for like a... A high-speed collision. Like, Joe just missed a high-speed, like, yeah. run into with another boat. I don't know. No one knows. Well, it would have been a, a, a runabout. Yeah. It was a boat. A runabout. Boat. A runabout. But I'm, I'm let the context clues leave me with, yeah, something almost happened but didn't. Yeah. And we're going to get, like, 15 of those here in a row. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty amazing. But... They keep raising the stakes That's what by, you gotta do, man. by ratcheting up what I call the innocence. <laughs> I, I feel like we're just going to keep getting into it. So he turned and twisted to avoid the small pleasure boats. Got to miss the pleasure boats. Now, have you been to a bay before? Uh, I don't know. Probably. I mean, th- sometime this in is my just life, sort of yeah. like a big inlet to the ocean. Yeah. Where... If you're running a motorboat at full speed, it's got to be pretty big. Well, yeah. And like for for it to be so big that to swim the sleuth back last night. Oh. That Look at you. This, yeah. This thing is massive. Yeah. So what are these people like what is a small pleasure boat doing <laughs> out in the middle of this bay sort of arbitrarily other than what's the Truman show? Oh, great film. Great flight. When, like, they're trying to delay him, and so, like, they just all of a sudden, like, traffic jam, and, like, oh, we'll pull all these cars out, and, like, oh, there's a yeah. woman with a baby in a <laughs> stroller, like, in front of the car. Like, that seems like what the author's doing yeah. here. Just like, whoa, quick, pleasure boats. <laughs> Put a bunch of pleasure boats in front of them. How do you know? A pleasure boat. Now, what is a pl- I When I hear pleasure boat, I immediately imagine, it's like, a one of those. De- we, uh, of course. <laughs> of course. Okay. I was right. I knew it. Yes. <laughs> Okay. No. Uh, I was going to say little ducks, little paddle ducks. Like I, the I, ones out in Branson. I think a pleasure boat is a boat that's not like tailored to fishing um, or like a water sport necessarily. It's just like a. Oh, I, just, I think, I think the sleuth. 
yeah. is a is a high powered pleasure, pleasure boat. boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In more ways than one. Um, <laughs> but so he was less concerned with the pleasure boats. Um, he was more concerned about endangering these people than he was about colliding with the larger vessels, which were commercial craft. Yeah, if you're gonna hit a boat and kill people, make sure you hit the boat with the most people. Yeah, or make sure you hit a boat so big that you are the people that get that killed. get killed. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Very, very self-sacrificing. Yeah, I like that. Um, and I, I bracketed that little part and just put interesting glimpse into the boy's psyche. <laughs> yeah, that's good to know. <laughs> yeah, they're doing some this math. Is where they stand. Okay. Yeah. To say, let's do it to somebody that absolutely has insurance. A commercial craft. Look is at them be... thinking. Yeah. 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 Very smart boys. Man, what if we find out that? The sabotage to their boat that's causing this was like done by an insurance company. Just like there, it's this racket of sabotaging boats that more accidents happen. I would like that very much. Although, I like things although, about money. Although what the insurance company wouldn't be behind that because they just have to pay out all the claims. Oh, I guess it would, it would have to be somebody trying to trying get to it, get yeah trying to make those insurance. Well, claims. what if it's their dad trying Maybe to make some took extra money? Life insurance out on the boys. <laughs> <laughs> what a sick plot <laughs> They find out <laughs> Fenton's trying to cash in On some policies Some short term life policies They're dumb anyways <laughs> Just get rid of them Start anew Is that at least You got a of, new wife New kids It's gonna happen anyway At least I'll make some cash Yeah Hey I brought him in I'm taking him out <laughs> Alright I'm going to get rid of, uh, what's his wife's name now? They gave it to Laura. us. Laura. Yeah, he's getting rid of Laura going back to Miss Robinson. He knows where his life lives. Yeah. Slim's a better kid anyways. He's like, look at Slim. <laughs> Slim's got work ethic. Have 50 you... years from now, he'll be running this place. Have you seen Tim and Eric's Billion Dollar Movie? Not yet. Okay. A, you would like it. I know. I need to see it. It's it ridiculous. is a niche audience that it appeals to, and <laughs> yeah. that is you. Uh, but there's a part in it where... Uh, Tim just steals somebody's son. Oh, I like this. Yeah, Polly Shore does the same thing, and Polly Shore is dead. Oh, I haven't seen that. You should watch it. Okay, but he steals a son. No, it's just, and it's oh, very awkward. Dead. He's like, "You're, you're coming with me now. <laughs> I'm your new dad." And he does this like in front of the other guy's dad. It's just emasculated. <laughs> yeah. It's a really, really weird, awkward <laughs> yeah. scene. But that's what I feel like. Benton Hardy just coming up to Perry Robinson. He's like, "You're, you're my son now. You're my son now." Yeah. You respect me, boy. Come on down and meet my new son, Jeffrey. And then we found out that he also framed Mr. Robinson in the first book. He planted those clues. That's why he wasn't so sure about clearing his name. Yeah. It's all coming full circle. I mean, this is just one giant plot. Insurance. All the Hardy Boys books are just meant for Fenton to kill his children and get with Mrs. Robinson. Yeah, and these are all underwritten by an insurance company. <laughs> <laughs> Keep her as straight as you can, Frank shouted to Joe. I'll take a look at the engine and see what I can do with it. Like, turn it off. Yeah, there we go. That's a good idea. Um, now, oh, God, idiots. So Frank stood up and leaned forward uh, to open the cowling in front of the dashboard as the boat leapt across the waves in the bay. Watch out, Chet yelled as Frank almost lost his balance arbitrarily to add drama to the chapter. <laughs> yeah. There is also, I feel like there was some weird shockwave that happened uh, somewhere 
in between this page and the previous that knocked out everyone's equilibrium. Because yeah, there is a is lot just, of falling and stumbling coming up. I imagine that they're all, like, it's the same body control as those, like, used car sales, like the inflatable tube oh, van. Like, God, yeah, everyone's yeah. just flailing <laughs> around and there is man. no balance. Yep. They are all gone. So, yeah. There's uh, no reason Frank lost his balance. Which Was that because Chet yelled, watch out? Probably. <laughs> oh, yeah. thanks, Chet. I didn't realize I had lost my balance. <laughs> And here uh, comes the best thing. Yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I love it. Joe had made a sharp turn to avoid cutting in front of a rowboat containing a man and several children. <laughs> <laughs> Joe realized that the wash of the speeding sleuth might upset it. Okay. So, really? A couple things here. A <laughs> couple things here. Why not just say, like, a man, several children, two crates of kittens? (laughs) (laughs) Just, like, oh, no. Like, this is is the woman with the stroller, like, crossing the street during the high-speed car chase. This is exactly that. This is the opening of The Untouchables. There is a baby in a stroller going Going down down the stairs. stairs. Yeah, Yeah. 100%. Yeah. But... Which there is a small little mini staircase on the back of this paddle boat. That the gerbils are currently falling down. (laughs) (laughs) But also in here is the ambiguity where this man has kidnapped these children. That is exactly what I wrote. A man and his His father. (laughs) Just a man and several assorted children. I imagine this like Rasputin looking individual. (laughs) Charles Manson looking. Just strolling with all these kids. Where Joe's like, actually I'm going to spin around and capsize them. (laughs) I'm going to stop some child trafficking here. Maybe should have hit them. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then he, uh, Joe here, if those people are thrown over overboard, we'll have to rescue them. But how? That's a good question. Fortunately, the boat did not overturn. (laughs) So once again, just this speedy roller coaster up (laughs) and down and up and down. But we see that the boy. This is agony for the boys. The danger yeah. that they are putting people in is just it's it's wreaking havoc on their souls. Oh God! Just cut those sentences out. Um, and then he, this is my first swipe at problem solving that Frank has. That I just think like, really, this was this was your idea. Yeah. So Frank quickly lifted the cowling from the engine and stepped into the pit. Ooh. He knew he could open the fuel intake and siphon off the gas into the bay, but this would take too long. <laughs> a, it would take too long. B, don't just siphon your full <laughs> gas tank into the bay. And C, why not pull... So there's a hose that's putting gas into the motor, and you could take that hose out or oh, cut it yeah. and tie it off. Yeah. Instead of just draining the gas tank, it's like the full gas tank itself. Well, the problem is into the bay. I feel like if they did that, they'd be like, "Oh, I've seen movies. I know that we need to cauterize this. There's a big <laughs> wound in the boat. Hey, someone, grab your Zippo. Grab that blowtorch here. <laughs> yeah. We can fix this. <sighs> Goodbye, boys. Goodbye, sleuth. Goodbye, children with their uh, captor. Would be our second exploding boat in the series so far. Oh, so yeah, that would actually be awesome. Explode. Yeah, they they should know. <laughs> should know not to do that. Uh, and then, <laughs> Frank... Oh, no. What? Go ahead. No, no, you take this. Uh, Frank Frank says, I'll have to stop the boat, dash. 
right now. He he decided. (laughs) When did he decide it? Right now. What a weird thing to... Yeah. What a non-detective thing to (laughs) say. To say, to think, and to do. So then, here's the actual solution. Do you want to take this? Frank reached down besides the roaring engine and pulled three wires away from the distributor. Totally a speed move here. uh, Instantly, the engine died, and Frank stood up just as Joe made another sharp turn to miss hitting a small outboard motorboat that had wandered across their path. Yeah, so technically kind of impressive. Yeah, you're taking some wires out to to kill the engine, but... I'm sure there were 15 other ways to do this yeah. other than ripping wires off of your distributor. Um, but well, that's what they did. Now the boat is ruined. And where's Chet? Oh, no. Chet is a motorsman. Yeah. He's, oh, that's he's actually true. He's an Yeah. He's been working on the Queen, his jalopy, for three I'll tell you books where he's now. At. Chet still believed that he should try and siphon. So Chet's down there in the pit just drinking gas. <laughs> Like, he doesn't quite understand what siphoning is. I can only do so much more. (laughs) Very lightheaded. (laughs) At what point do I move faster? Because he thinks gas works the same way for cars as for humans. Like, if he just fills up his tank, he's going to be highly energized. Yeah, and he's drinking so much gas because the gas gauge in his jalopy is (laughs) broken. Good night. Chet it's cried been out. a while since we've got a good night too I had to underline it so I, I was like I have missed you too. Yeah, That was a close one Well there he is There's Chet And then we get one last Even with the sleuth's reduction in speed The other boat rocked violently back and forth As it was caught in the wash Frank grasped the gunwale Ready to leap over the side And rescue the man If his boat overturned Now do you think his boat overturned? I don't know. I'm I'm so tense right now. But the smaller craft had pulled around <laughs> to face the wash, and though it bounced almost out of the water, the boat quickly resumed an even keel. I don't know why, but when they said that, I imagined a gigantic hand, like a a, a god hand, just appearing from the sky and bouncing it like a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't get. Why, like, I with the children, yeah, like, oh, man, we would have to jump in and rescue them, sure, depending on the size and age of the children. Yeah. Um, But this is a man who, like, if his boat overturned, like, he can swim. Like, for Frank to have this instinct of, like, I'm ready to jump in, like, I can imagine the boat overturns, this guy gets thrown out, and then he's, like, trying to get back in the boat and, like, flip (laughs) it over, and Frank's just, like, holding on to him and, like, it's okay, (laughs) I've got you, it's okay, like, trying to give him mouth-to-mouth in the water, and the guy's like, stop, 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 please. Chill out, chill out. Frank's like, it's okay, I've seen Pirates of the Caribbean, get under the overturned (laughs) boat and we can breathe. (laughs) I can touch the surface. You need to breathe. Do not drown, sir. Oh, boy, so... So, yeah, high octane. Like, this, Very this high would octane. be the scene to film. This, you know, instead of that opening paragraph. Yeah. That, or, no, I'm sorry, the, the, the trailer paragraph before the, the book oh, started. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Where it's thing. like them reading a note and giving way too much of the story away. Yeah. This would have been a great scene oh, yeah, this is a to throw in capture. there. Yeah, yeah. Because not only 
is it a good high octane scene that doesn't really spoil anything or give away the counterfeiting or anything tied up with the old mill or them being threatened? Yeah. I think it also they're in their boat several times in this book where it would be that like oh, is this it? Is yeah. this when we and no it's not. They like they make it into the Willow River the first time. And so like yeah, I you, think this would have been a killer teaser. I agree. But alas, it's not. It's not. No. And I think that who uh redistributed these? What are their name? Gossip or Gross Up or something? Gross It and Dunlap. Yeah. Dumb lips. Gross Lips and Dumb Lips, yeah. <laughs> we need to call them up and be like we need to do another revision of the Hardy Boys books. I think that's where this podcast is leading a us. The third rewrite. The third rewrite. Of each book. And we blend both books together to make the perfect book. And add our own twist. Yeah, good twist too. Obviously, I while I have an aversion to firearms, yeah. Hardy Boys are gonna have like, you know, the two ammo belts going well, across I mean, that's a given. the chest. Yeah. Like, we're I'm sorry, we're gonna mix Original with the rewrite and Rambo. Yeah, okay. Just, I would like to do the Hardy Boys meet the Predator as well. That's good. There's there's a lot of opportunity for crossover genres here. Yeah, I get mean, more science fiction with the Hardy we Boys. We talked about Sinister Tactics. If we find <laughs> out, if we find out that Sinister Tactics is this supervillain, <laughs> yeah. it's not unreasonable to think that the Hardys have powers. <laughs> Hardy Boys for the New Age Kids. Yes, they are also not just detectives, but they have superpowers. Have you seen those books? They they took some of the classics like Sense and Sensibility um, and Pride and Prejudice and rewrote them. The zombie ones? Yeah. yeah. It's like Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. And zombies? And yeah. Sense and Sensibility and Sea Monsters. <laughs> yeah, I uh, didn't know that one. That's awesome. Yeah, though. there's a few of them. Yeah. I think that's brilliant. I think that's a, I a, a really fun idea. I haven't read any of them. Uh, but I, I think it's it's hilarious and funny that they took that. It's not just like the pun on the title. Like they actually yeah. rewrote the story. Um, but I think there's a possibility for like the Hardy Boys and the X-Men. Oh, that would be awesome. But, you know, I would want the Hardys to have no powers, but they're just trying to hang. <laughs> like us two. Hey, hang on. One of my motorcycles. You guys fly on ahead. Literally fly. Yeah. I'm going to try to jump this motorcycle with a screwdriver I found in my pocket. We'll catch up. I can see them, like, trying to do something nice because Wolverine rides motorcycles. And, like, you know what? We're going to fix up old Wolvie's bike here. <laughs> and, yeah, they just use the, the tactics that they know of pulling three wires. So they're just like, let's mod this up. They pull out three wires, and that happens to be Wolverine's uh, brakes and, and that that's where wolverine dies <laughs> and then they, the they have to take over as wolverine so let's rewrite logan the movie yeah. logan as the hardy as boys the hardy boys and logan yeah but the thing is they have to there's only spot for one new superhero so they have to do like the um the muppet man so they have to get on each other's <laughs> shoulders to form one giant wolverine uh, and of course, like all Hardy Boys books, uh, their equilibrium is off, so they're stumbling and tumbling. Yeah, and it's not like a Megatron situation where like everything comes together, or like uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, yeah. where like you assemble or Voltron zoids, into yeah. this. 
Yeah, instead, it's, it's just they're less capable and poorly balanced. <laughs> yeah, it's still, still all the bad decision-making, but they're also top-heavy. But the X-Men see it, and they're like, oh, wow, they're doing Drunken Master style. This is amazing. This is going to be good. This is awesome. These oh, guys know God, Kung Fu. The, the short one died. <laughs> oh, no. I've lost my legs. <laughs> I wasn't just your legs. I was your brother. That's... <laughs> I think that's the tagline of of the the poster, the trailer. I wasn't just your legs; <laughs> yeah. I was your brother. That is just love, <laughs> Hardy right Boys. The Hardy Boys signing off. <laughs> uh, so uh, this guy comes up to them and he's like, "What's the matter with you idiots?" And they're like, "Hey, What's actually, we had it." He's like, "I, ah, you stupid idiots!" And interrupts yeah. him, and then they're like, "No, dude." Chill, man. Our our boat was broken. Like we tried, and he's like, "Oh, sorry." Yeah, it was actually a really quick turnaround from him just being like hot headed to them just saying something. He was like, "Oh, yeah." This guy did not God. take a wide sweeping turn. No, this, guy, <laughs> this was a this sharp guy. turn. The Hardy <laughs> boys need to learn from him. This is how you turn, <laughs> boys. Uh, so this guy tows them back to the municipal dock uh, where they're going to get their boat fixed. But I want to take this opportunity. To take a little break. Yeah. I feel like this is a short chapter. My heart is racing. I know. I need to cool down yeah. before we, we learn what happened, because I know I'm going to get steamed again, <laughs> to be sure. <laughs> that's that's the rest of my transition towards the break. That was a good break. transition. You got anything before we go? No, you said steamed, and now I'm thinking about uh, uh, dumpling soup. And with that, the boys took a break. <laughs> Blob of dingusness. Yes, that's good. Yes, dingosity is what uh, what you said in reply, which I like even more. Dingosity. Dingosity. That is a good. The dingosityization of our country. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Went political right there. John Dingosity. (laughs) That's the name of a president, right? I'd vote for that guy. I'd vote for that man too. Didn't we already? Politics. Politics, dude. That's a fun bit. Whoa, that's like a 90s surfer show we just created. We should do a cartoon called Politics with 90s surfers talking about politics. We'll call it we'll call it Senator Surfer. Whoa. Dude, this is something, right? Or or do we go like Surfer Senate? Where like all of Whoa. the senators are surfers. I like that. You like that? Surfer Senate. Surfer Senate. Surfer Senate. Reminds me of the movie Chairman of the Board. With Carrot with Top. top yeah. Yeah. With, yeah. <laughs> you might be the only person who knows that. I know that. <laughs> I know that because of a Conan O'Brien appearance. Oh, no. With Carrot Top and Norm MacDonald. That is a good appearance. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just going to leave that alone. Yeah. You can go find that on the interwebs <laughs> yourselves. Norm MacDonald is a name I haven't heard in a very long time, and that depresses me. You know who I thought of last night? No. Jim Brewer. I was like, what's old Jim, Jim Brewer. Brewer been up to? He's probably Nothing. got a podcast. No? Probably, yeah, probably a podcast and comedy specials. But as far as movies, like he hasn't been anything in a long time. And then I looked at all of his filmography, and I was like, Half Baked was the only movie he actually had like a a big role in. It was very sad. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. I'm, I'm you a, should I'm a write. You should write a movie just for Jim Brewer, and and the main character is a Jim Brewer type. <laughs> But I don't want to cast Jim Brewer because it says type. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
You don't want it too on the yeah, nose. Yeah, I don't want it too on the nose. But I just want the people point to know is I'm you channeling bring, Jim Brewer. And and you bring back into the zeitgeist that sort of character, which is going to, you know, rising tide raises all ships. Yeah. Brewer's going to get some work. Brewer's definitely going to get some work. I think I want to end this movie with we see a man in the shadows and everyone's thinking, oh, that's got to be Jim Brewer. It's got to be Jim Brewer. And he turns around. Norm MacDonald. Oh, I thought you were going to say James Belushi. <laughs> That's probably even better, James Belushi, because where's he been? Or Jim Belushi, excuse well, me. He, Same thing, Jim and James, right? Yeah, Jim and James. John is the other Belushi. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Maybe he's dad. Yeah, he's uh, Slimer. They yeah. wanted Slimer to look like uh, Did you John watch that Belushi? Netflix? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I have a the great movies book. That made us? So Steve Johnson, the guy who's talking about that, wrote this insane gonzo book and it goes into his life as a makeup artist and doing what Gonzo. happened with what happened when uh, uh, digital took over the industry, how he lost everything. And there's like these parts where he like leaves the country because he didn't pay taxes. So there's things you don't know what's true and what's not, but it gives you behind the scenes of stories on uh, sets in like the eighties up until two thousands that, kind of bleeds into Dreamcatcher, but it's a five-part series. Part one is out now. The rest are coming soon, but it's called Rubberhead, and he dives into Ghostbusters in the first one and tells you all these insane things. Okay. And he's sort of retold them on the movies that made us. But yes, I watched it. Fantastic. Uh, the Home Alone one was great. Did you watch that yet? Mm-hmm. When they shoot everything in an Closed school, yeah, in a in a gymnasium. Oh my goodness! And no they idea. built it in a pool. Whenever they knew they had a water like that was going to leak throughout the house. Yeah, genius. Yeah, that's awesome stuff. We yeah. should do that. We should definitely do that. We well, we should, we should a start boat. a high school and then run it out of business. Yeah. yeah. How long should it last? I don't know. We should make like a prestigious a school. semester. Oh, you think that? Oh, quick? I was oh, going to okay. say, let's do it for the long run. Okay. Let's start like the best school possible. One day, just rip the three wires. You know? Got it. We'll Spend call it. it Dingus University. I like that. Dingosity. I, yeah. I know. I see how you brought it back. Full your, circle. Your dingploma. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that. I was under pressure. I, I imagine the dingploma is in, uh, uh, what are they called? Wing? Wing mitts? Wing? Wings? No, what are the Wings uh, with Thomas Hayden Church? No. Is that Wings? Lord, take me down to the street. Role models reference. Wing bats. Wing dats? Wing bats? I think that's a font. Yeah, that's what I'm talking <laughs> about. The diploma. What are they called? Wingdings. Wingdings. Thank you. The diploma should be written in wingdings. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but they're all Jim Brewer there. characters. They're <laughs> 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 just a bunch of goatmen. Mm. The goatsmen. The men who stare at goats. Men. Ah, so when we last oh, left them, yes. they got towed back to the municipal dock. Bunch of frogs. Uh, and so this guy, the serviceman, checked the sleuth, and uh, presently he looked up at the boys with an odd expression. Ooh. And I, I like, <laughs> I like that it's odd expression and not puzzled expression <laughs> or confused expression, but just I imagine like his. <laughs> Tongue is out on his cheeks, full of air. He looks that's up, odd. And then Frank asks, "What's the trouble?" I think we should do. <laughs> 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 we should do. 
another competition that no one will submit to. Yeah. But if you can, send us a photo of your best odd face. I would just like to see what people per, uh, what they perceive yeah. odd faces we as. We won't post them to our Instagram. Not Never. No, never. it'll be our little we secret. We don't need content. Wink, wink. Is this working? Yeah, I think so. Try both eyes. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're trying to wink into the microphones. I We're think pretty it works, sure though. it's working. Yeah, they, they could pick it up. I, I've thought, like, with the with the arrow thing that we put out there, like, do a crude sketch of an arrow, send it to us. I thought that'd be big. Yeah. Um, I... <laughs> I haven't. So I used to have a radio show with my buddy Scooter. Yeah, and Steve's. we we were on our our first time slot was from two to four in the morning on Saturday nights. That's awesome. No one listened to our show. Yep. And so we would do all these things. Where it's like, hey, call in. You know, here's here's the phone number, and no one would call in. So then we started recording ourselves calling <laughs> in. Uh, and then we would just play these tracks. And we're like, oh, looks like we got a caller, and we play, and it's just one of us. Like, but it sounds like the telephone call and all that stuff. Yeah, but you uh, don't put on a voice. You're using your actual voice, right? Uh, it's hit or miss. Uh, okay, it's it's you know some of them yes, some of them no. But uh, we we did that for the illusion of popularity, and I don't hate the idea of like. I should have just sketched out like fifteen crude arrows. Yeah, and then posted them like oh love all the submissions we've gotten <laughs> thank you keep them coming everybody wow. it's not too late we could still 200 do that. crude arrows that's our new content we'll call it narrow a day so every day we'll just post another photo of a crude arrow do you think that there's a market for like a hardy and sons desk calendar where you tear off the page a day but it's an arrow each day yeah i definitely think so How that's a great idea i would pay 19.99 <laughs> <laughs> Easily. Hell, I might even double that. But no for easier math, I'll just say thirty nine ninety nine. I think it'd be thirty nine ninety eight. Yeah, it would, you're right. Yeah. Wow. I minored in math. Did you know that? No. I minored in math. I have a minor in math and computer science. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. I have a uh, film and science. Okay. So, My I... major is is biology. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah. I knew that. Oh, I sent you. I yeah. Think we talked about it on the podcast, but then I, I sent you Those some photos, of my, yeah. my, micros, my microscopy photos. Yeah. And then you, I asked what it was, and you texted me something, and then you did like the dumbed down version, and I was going to text you back. No, I already got it. I, I figured it out. I knew yeah. what it was. You didn't have to dumb it down. I, 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 know some of those I was words. published in a paper about the causal analysis of ectodermal epiboli and gastrolytics and epislavus embryos. Yeah. Which, if, if our. Listeners don't know, which I do. I know exactly what yeah, all yeah, that yeah. means. This is for the them. listeners are probably confused. Uh, mm-hmm. Why don't you just break that down word by word, syllable by syllable? So uh, it, essentially, during gastrulation, when, when an embryo, when when a when an egg gets fertilized and it begins multiplying, there's a part where there's a, a dark side and a light side, and mm-hmm. the dark side on the bottom goes to cover the entire thing, like it closes okay, up, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's how as you, darkness does. Yeah, exactly. And so we were trying to figure out, is that pushed? Like, are those cells pushing themselves up, or are they being pulled by something? Ooh. And so we were doing a causal analysis. We were analyzing the cause yeah. of ectoderm. So it's the ectoderm, the outside of it. Epiboly is what that, that movement is called. So it's ectodermal oh, okay. epiboly in gastrulating, in growing xenopus lavis frog embryos. Okay. Yeah. And what did you find And out? you already knew that. Well, yeah, I knew that. You already knew yeah. that. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I don't know what they found out. I was I was hired as the microscopist to do the photos, but I didn't do the. Oh, you didn't stuff actually like do that. everything. Yeah, but they they put my name on the, the paper. Photos are sweet. Thank you. Scanning electron microscope. Yeah, which I, know. I, I wish I had to shoot interviews now. Ah, oh, would, be, would be so great. Yeah, my footage would look like no one else's. <laughs> that would be intense and terrifying. Yeah, It'd be too much. Well, you and also, that's exactly why you should do it. To do a scanning electron microscope, uh, to do scanning electron microscopy, excuse me. Yeah, you have to be in a complete vacuum. You have to be at like uh, negative seven oh. atmospheres, um, because you're measuring electrons not even like a normal microscope and normal cameras it's photons yeah we're going smaller than a photon to an electron right and so any atmosphere is just going to uh skew the path of those electrons so you have to put it in a in a crazy vacuum and so if we were in that vacuum that strong our blood would boil and we would die instantly uh and so, for that reason, it would be tough to do an interview with scanning electron microscopy. But I'm it's on a post to trying. Like the end of Indiana Jones. Just let the people melt. It's going to be great footage. Let the people melt. Let the people melt. 1999. Man. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember those snowmen ice cream bars? Did you ever have those as a kid? If I'm thinking of the one, it's just like it was like a white circle and then a smaller white circle with the gumballs on it. Am I thinking of the right thing? No. These were. Um, it was a big white circle, had a red bow tie, it had a brown fedora hat. So your brown fedora hat was chocolate, your white middle was vanilla, yeah. and then you had strawberry in between. So it was a Neapolitan sort of snowman ice cream. Okay. I think you'd still get them at Schnucks. I bet. If, Did if this you have tie time, into anything we were talking about? <laughs> no? I don't know. Brain, so, how did you get here? So, summarizing everything, send us a photo of your oddest expression. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's <laughs> what we got. Yeah. So, <laughs> so this guy, I feel like this, the rest of this chapter can be summarized in, like, a sentence. But this guy tells him, hey, it's clear that your your throttle has been tampered with. And we sort of knew this. I mean, yeah, the, the, it's a this given. Was based on the experience that they've had in this book, somebody's after them. And what they did was they took out the spring of the throttle and put in a bar so that once the throttle was pushed to its fullest extent, this bar would drop in and then they would be unable to pull the throttle back. Yeah. Pretty genius. Pretty genius. Yeah. Um, but because it's so genius, such a sinister tactic, <laughs> if you will, it's clear that this wasn't an accident. Like this was somebody who took the time, who knew what they were doing. Yeah. This wasn't like coming in and saboteur. Like in the uh, in the first or in the second book, when their motorcycles get sabotaged and they like steal their tools, mm-hmm. uh, that's one like that's one thing where they're just like, oh, quick, let's screw up their motorcycles. But this yeah. is like, hey, let's mechanically alter the throttle mechanism on their brand new pleasure craft. The pleasure Sex craft. Boat. Yeah, nice, good callback. Thank yeah, this you. is a. This is a good second half. This is a raunchy episode. This is have, raunchy. I yeah. might have to upload this with a little e on it. You might have for to explicit. Yeah, this ain't your mama's podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay, <laughs> what character was that? Don't bring this podcast home to mom. <laughs> yeah. This is this is this is edgy. Book we're nerd. edge. Yeah, we're edge. Edgy. Edgy. Like the wrestler.
yeah. part of uh, Generation, uh, Generation X. X. Good yeah. man. The toys that made us are the uh, fourth episode, I believe, is on W. I think it's just WWF. But it might go into WWE and WCW. I'm not sure yet because I'm only like 10 minutes in. But it's awesome. Okay. It's great. I'll check it out. Yeah. It's sweet. Um, so they they realize that this thing, they find where a screw was taken out and like this was clearly tampered with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they go back to their boathouse. Uh-oh. And there's some fishermen standing, standing yeah. nearby. And they ask these guys, hey, did you see anybody come in or out of our boathouse? And they look a little closer. Uh-oh. And it looks like the uh the lock the whole hasp the whole hasp had been taken off the door and then carefully put back on so they bypassed the lock mm-hmm. i have no idea what a hasp is well it's someone that used to be something a hasp been okay that yeah makes they sense. just abbreviated it to the like hasp. a like a hornet that used to be something it's like a wasp yeah it's a yeah. hasp yeah it's a ha- hasp yeah, okay yeah, yeah. Thanks. And they usually migrate uh, to this place called Haspen. I've heard of that. Yeah. So it, it sounds similar, Actually, but one it's of a my different good, area. One of my really good friends, her husband, uh, had just gotten back there from uh, last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I cannot. I can't top that. That is genius. Is it? Yeah. Or is it just another twist of the noun? It's another twist of the noun, but it's a good twist, dude. Okay. I like twists. Um, so what they're wondering is, uh, the sleuth must have been tampered with while it was inside the boathouse. Or, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, then Frank says, uh, unless it was done last night while we were unconscious. So let's remember again, this is all within 24 hours of them getting knocked out, beaten yeah. on the back of the head, uh, and then... By they, a mystical they, figure, too, by something that could teleport, or that they were looking at but couldn't see what it was. Or looking at and are too stupid to realize what it was. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, they had to swim the boat back, got it uh, fixed, and then went out, had another problem with it, and came back. So this is all very, like, a very, very short window of time. Yeah. But they're wondering, did this happen last night in our boathouse or did it happen earlier in the evening mm-hmm. when we uh, when we were knocked unconscious and they laid us on the boat? To me, I would think that would be the time to do it. Like if you're if you're a criminal, if you're going to do this, well, yeah, that's when I would do it. But then, what explains the the hasped locked? Well, that's what I think is just dumb criminals. Oh yeah, like you already have the boys knocked out. You have their boat, and no the one's around. Because a criminal is a fourteen year old boy who looks older than his age. Yeah, I mean, that's that's if Ken Block is at the... Or Ken Block. Ken Blake. Yeah. uh, Ken Block's uh, the founder of DC Shoes. I don't know. I don't know who makes DC uh, Shoes. He makes the Jim Connor videos, the, like, car screaming through San Francisco videos. Those are great. That's Ken Block. Okay, that's not the first time you've talked about that on this podcast. Yeah. Um, But Ken Blake, I don't think, is knocking these guys out. I feel like Ken Blake... Is tied up in some things here, but he I don't is. think he's the. He's not a bad kid, guy. but he's definitely. I don't know. We'll find out. He's mm. got a Belgian bike. Can't, <laughs> can't, uh, Belgians make two things. He's well. a baddie with the Belgian bike. Belgians make two things well: bikes, 
Chocolate. And waffles. And waffles. Oh. Sorry. I was close. It's okay. It was it's another fine. delicious treat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for some reason, they took the hasp off. They came into Bayport out onto the their pier. Uh, I'm sorry. Their jetty. There we go. My man. Removed the hasp, then doctored their boat, then replaced the hasp. <laughs> um, although there were faint scratches near the edge of the loose hasp. Does it really say hasp this many times? Uh, or is this you just paraphrasing? Uh, it says it twice. Okay. That's still um, one too many. But so uh, Frank says, I'm sure this was done by the same person who attacked us last night and sent us the warnings. You're right, said Joe. This is what Dad would call sinister tactics. They worked the name of the chapter or the name of the chapter into the dialogue, and I love that. Chicken and egg situation, though. Do you think they named the chapter and then wrote the dialogue, or do you think afterwards they named the chapter after this? The mind wheels. I'm going to say it. it, it Philosophers have argued for years. It's a good question. I like how they say, like, this is what dad would call sinister tactics. Like, yeah, this is what anyone... <laughs> I mean, you were sabotaged. But I feel like dad says sinister tactics all the time because that is the current comic book that dad is drawing when the boys are out. That's why he's dad's always faking his kidnapping because he's always like... Going to work on his graphic novel. Yeah, Lara doesn't want him tactics. to work on his drawings. He wants to give up the detective agency. He doesn't like it. That's why he dislikes his kids. Yeah. He's just like, I don't want you to follow my footsteps because this is a bogus job, okay? And with that You're life insurance payoff, <laughs> yeah. that's gonna, gonna he's going to self-publish. Yeah. He's going to be able he to self-publish He called Dark Horse, and they're like, listen, we like this story, but you know we can't give any money up front. You have to fund this, and we'll buy it. But he's, it's going to cost you two fifty large. He's like, tell you what, I'm going to kill my son, the one that I named after Frank Miller. Oh, nice. And nice. I'll use that money to, to self-publish this. We like what you got here. We like this character. Sinister Tactics. We're going to see his name all over the place in big, 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 big lights. <laughs> That's the, the comic book people. That's the people at Dark Horse. That's you good. got a good title for the, uh, for the graphic novels? No. Neither do I. So, but that's left up to our audience to decide. Yes, yeah, send us your submissions <laughs> for Hardy's for uh, our character novel sinister side tactics. Uh, so uh, the boys uh, wondered which case their enemy was connected to. So, like these threats mm. are coming. Is it the counterfeiting case, or is it the one their dad's involved with? Yes, and I would start to say at this case. point, it's got to be the counterfeiting because. They don't know what their dad's doing, and why wouldn't these people sabotage their... Like, they're trying to hinder the Hardy Boys, not their dad. Like, they would mess yeah. with dad's sedan yeah. <laughs> if they were really trying to, to make yeah, an impact there. Yeah, they're strictly going after the boys. This is a yeah. clear example they, they, of... We're if, coming, and it, there's even you and your friends better watch out. They got a note. Yeah, I was going to say, and the note was in Chet's car. Yeah. If they're trying to thre- threaten Fenton Hardy... You think Hardy, this was meant for dad? Uh, no! Yeah. Why, like... What what sinister tactic meeting is that where they're like, hey, if we really want to get at Fenton Hardy, his kids have a fat friend <laughs> who works in our cafeteria. Uh, I'll put a note in his car. Should we mention we'll f- the dad? Like the dad should watch out? No. No, no, no. That's no. the best part. <laughs> this is where things get really sinister. 
Did you just use your name? Sometimes it's sentence? more about what you don't say. <laughs> Ooh, what you say. Oh, that's good. That's <laughs> yeah. good. I like that. Yeah, I'm you. sorry. There's, so I was listening to our last <laughs> couple episodes, and you've had so many good last, like, tail jokes. Yeah, I'm a tailsman. That I'm, like, already looking at the book and starting to, like, move into, and... <laughs> I, I miss them. Like, like my, my brain is just like, all right, we need to get the podcast moving. We need to yeah. get back to the thing. And I I laugh aloud at these other little, like, tales you put on things. Where I'm like, God, that was so good. And I just didn't hear it. I like that. That works, though. You get to enjoy the podcast because you hear all the things you missed out. Yeah. Sometimes I whisper weird things into the microphone when people are talking. Just to see if you hear it. I know you on. do sound effects. Yeah, I definitely do sound but effects. But yeah, maybe you're sneaking some of these in. Oh yeah, there's a lot of whispers. A so lot of horse whispers. They they put the boat back uh, and they head back to the Hardy's home. Uh, they ride their motorcycles. Chet drives the Queen. Yeah. And uh, they take Chet's note and they examine it under their microscope, not Chet's. And they find <laughs> that it's the same author, same paper, but still no signature, no fingerprints. Um. But so this is then they're like, hey, well, let's go to the mill. Let's go ask the questions. Let's let's go talk to the guard who we assume is going to cooperate for some yeah. dumb reason because we're kids and because we're bad guards detectives. respect. Yeah, of course. Um, and so they hop in the queen and they head there. And as they're getting there, they're pulling up one of the big fields. It's being mowed by Ken Blake. Yeah, they see their their pal Ken Blake. It's been a like, while hey. since they've seen Ken Blake. Yeah, but they're like, hey, let's go talk to Ken Blake. Yeah, he's out there. A friendly conversation. So we don't suspect him of anything. Yeah. So the three jump out. Ken looks up, stares for a second, then throws his clippers to the <laughs> ground. And I would like to pause for a moment. Yeah. Because there's Ken Blake trimming the grass over by the mill race. Now's our chance to talk to him. He's trimming them with clippers that he throws <laughs> to, like... <laughs> This is Elkton. This is a massive corporation making yeah. space missiles. They don't have a lawnmower. Yeah. Go give them a pair of scissors. scissors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got some tin snips we're not using right now. Here's a straight razor. It's a two-inch blade, but he'll be fine. <laughs> He's a kid. It's a He's straight young. razor. <laughs> I have a Swiss Army knife with a scissors <laughs> with a that folds out. <laughs> And he can use the toothpick if he wants to. Here's some to. of my toenail clippings. They're <laughs> extra sharp. <laughs> Use your teeth. I made makeshift scissors. <laughs> Wait, Frank yelled. Oh, sorry. To, to the boy's surprise, he turned and ran away from them along the stream. Now, the stream here, I have to assume. Also, go when ahead. he threw the clippers down, did you ever play with swords as a kid? Yeah. When you put your sword down and you were outside, you jammed it into the grass. So it would stand or straight up. Or you sort of flung it. Like, you didn't even jam it. You yeah. threw it in a way where it would do one rotation. Yeah, and then... And then... Shoom, pff, like an arrow in, in a sandy like, beach. Like an arrow in a sandy beach. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, like like a poorly drawn arrow. So, do you think he did that with these shears? No, because they I throw think... up the spin and they landed perfectly in the ground. I think it says something that he didn't throw them at the boys. Like, he's not trying to be aggressive. Okay, yeah. But he's booking it to the stream with his freakishly, uh, his, <laughs> his Biff Hooper-length yeah, legs. his amphibian legs. Yeah. Uh, wait, Frank yelled. And Ken looked over his shoulder but kept on running. Suddenly, he tripped and stumbled. <laughs> For a moment, 
the boy teetered on the bank of the rushing stream. The next instant, he lost his balance and fell headlong into the water. Now, I know what you're thinking, listeners. That's a good cliffhanger. Yeah. But I got news for you. We got one more paragraph. (laughs) But this next paragraph reveals something which I find strange that was not included in the geography earlier. They gave us the whole layout of north, south, east, west. We got the Willow River to the south. We got the mill to the north. We've got to the west of the mill is the mill race. Uh, and so, the, and that's where he was trimming. But what what we get here? Go ahead, give me give me the last paragraph. Give me the cliffhanger. At once, the Hardys and Chet dashed to the water's edge. Horrified, they saw that the force of water was carrying the boy, obviously a poor swimmer, straight toward the plunging falls. Yeah, so there's a waterfall <laughs> somewhere around here. <laughs> It, how how can it be so big that it's dangerous with yeah. so much water rushing over it? But like the Willow River is navigable by boat. Yeah, down like <laughs> where is this stream in relation to the Mill Race? Because I assume it was just the Willow River, and if it's the Willow River, how does it have you know a twenty four foot waterfall <laughs> just plunging? But they even said like along the stream. Like a stream, yeah, a stream wouldn't have this plunging waterfall, and it's not going to be deep enough, yeah. to carry you away. Like a stream is, a stream's a creek. He's a poor swimmer, but we've also learned that he's a poor stander, <laughs> and a poor bicyclist, and a poor bicyclist. Yeah, and he did a real job. He's done such a bad job with the with mowing the lawn that they've taken <laughs> yeah, away they the lawnmower. There you go. You'll mess up less with this these poor shears. Guy. Yeah, just stand up. He's got those tall legs. We've already learned that. Even if that water is five feet deep, he's at least three feet above it. (laughs) (laughs) He's a human periscope. (laughs) He'll be fine. So, yeah, I have questions about the geography and how was this the plunging falls not mentioned earlier? No, that's true. This to me was I just wrote uh, Three Stooges in the Hardy Boys, like if they decided... For one small paragraph, they wanted the Three Stooges to play the Hardy Boys. This would be the scene. And you have Shemp, of course, uh, portraying... Chet. No. Uh, what's his name? Ken, Ken Blake. Blake. Okay. Yeah. Got Mo, Larry, and Curly as Chet and the, the Hardys. And yeah, okay, old I'm Shemp with you. in the river. I'm with you. That's fine. Yeah, I know you are. I know you are. Um, do you... Are you... Are you up or am I up? Ooh, I don't know. I think it's me. Okay. This is my least favorite one, though. Yeah, I know. It's hard. I did delve. Yeah, I know, because I was last thinking book, delve. But and I, I was feel like, like with 55 books, it's going to be tough. Yeah, it's definitely going to be tough. Books. It's definitely going to be well, tough. Well, tell you what. I, I got a little something while you, while you, yeah, while you well, explore I think. your brain. Uh, Why don't you just take whatever uh, you're thinking and put it on the shelf? Because we're ready to get to chapter 12. 